0: Hi beautiful, I'm Vina V and welcome to the Mum to Millionaire podcast, helping you grow a successful business and create an incredible life for your children. Um, this is episode 18 and today we've got a mum of two, she, she started her career as an actress in the West End, so it's like, ah, like <laughs> <that kind laughs> <of something. laughs> wow, that is amazing. <laughs> um, then 15 years ago she started a singing and drama workshops for young children and it's amazing because she started with literally four children and Now she has thousands. Please welcome to the show, Lucy Quick. Hi. Yay. Hi, Lucy. How are you? Hello. Very well, thank you. Can I just say, Lucy looks amazing. She really does. You know when you just see someone and you just think, wow, I love your coat I love your dress. (laughs) I love everything about (laughs) (laughs) you. So Lucy's here today because we're talking about the subject of from zero to 30,000 customers a month. Now Lucy, tell me a bit more about your business and I'm guessing it hasn't been plain sailing. No, I
1: started Perform Mm -hmm. uh,
0: 15 and a half, probably
1: 16 years ago now because we spent about sort of nine months devising it and coming up with what we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's basically drama, dance and singing workshops for children aged from four to 12 years old. So it's the key stage one, key stage two age range at school. So from reception to year six. Um, And... I started it off because I wanted to I wanted to create a drama class that was specifically to help children with the social skills yeah. that drama brings you. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of stage schools out yeah. there and there still are and I had worked for them. Mm-hmm. But I wanted something for children that just meant that they could come, they could have fun, they could act, sing and dance, but at yeah. the same time learn really valuable social skills. So we call it the Perform 4 Cs. It's confidence, communication, coordination and concentration.
0: Wow that kind of applies to adults as well doesn't it? I <laughs> so, you know, so many parents say that to us. And I love it because I'm not sure if this is the, like a perception people have but to me stage schools sound very kind of disciplined and like you must, if you go to stage school you must be an actor or singer after so with your concept I think it's great because it, it's just for the kids to enjoy themselves doesn't it? Rather than a really strict like you are going to be an actor after you leave 100% here. my background is I used to be Um,
1: I used to do musical theatre. So when I was an actor, I obviously worked with fellow actors. Um, And my first job was in um, Cameron McIntosh's production of Oliver at the London Palladium. And in my second contract of that job, I became Head Girl, which meant that I had, apart from being in the show, Mm. I had extra responsibility. And that was to help sort of audition and train up the kids in the show. Now, obviously, these were, you know... West End children They Mm -hmm. came from everywhere They came from Wales, from Scotland, from Ireland They came from everywhere Um, And I went through the audition process with them The rehearsal process Mm -hmm. And obviously when they were on stage And they were brilliant And it was a lovely experience for them However, it kind of made me a little bit sad When I overheard a child saying That they weren't going to do theatre next year Because they wanted to save their their dates Because you only have a certain amount of dates a year You can work for a film Because a film... Got more money for them. Wow! And how old were these children? Eight. Well, oh, this oh one that said me. it was eight years old, and, wow. and it, it really resonated <sighs> with me.
0: Yeah.
1: And these children were brilliant, but they were treated like adults. Yeah. They were we treated them very well, but mm-hmm. you know, they were professional kids. Yeah. And the other other sort of when I wasn't working as an actor, mm-hmm. I taught for other um, kids drama schools. Yeah. There are lots of franchised kids drama mm-hmm. schools out there. Perform isn't franchised, yeah. um, and I taught for them. And, and again, the emphasis was. Was on, you know, how good are these children? How talented Mm -hmm. are they? Could they go up for an audition for... this play or whatever and I wanted somewhere where it was just fun the Mm -hmm. best fun of the week but at the same time they really 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 develop through the drama stuff
0: that we do with them I think that's so fantastic that you're doing that it really is because nothing really like that around for children and I love how Lucy mentioned it I I was laughing in my head then when (laughs) Lucy said our company is not a franchise because as soon as I went on Lucy's uh website You've just got so many classes and I just thought your, your dance school, your, your company, yeah. was just in London. And then I was like, hold on for a second, you've got things in Oxford, in Scotland, in the Midlands, down south. And I was like, hold on, this surely must be a franchise. But your company is unbelievable. You run it, and it's not... A franchise.
1: It's not a franchise. I, I have a business partner yeah. who's amazing mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't do... I mean, it's, it's completely a, a joint project. Yeah. He and I started it and we run it together. He's the managing director, I'm the principal. Mm-hmm. Um, But we made the decision probably about 10 years ago when people came to us with, can I buy a franchise, yeah. not to do that because... That sounds awful, but I'm a bit of a control freak, and I want to I want to choose my teachers for yeah. the classes, and I want to choose always choose the best teachers. Not I don't want to I don't want to be out there trying to sell yeah. franchise territories to people because often you know that these people are, are great, but then maybe not mm. actors, singers, and dancers. And I want my teachers to be specialists. Yeah. I don't want them to. So that's a choice that we made, yeah. and it, it means that we grow less quickly. Yeah, um, it would have been easier to franchise
0: um, but we grow less quickly but we're in charge of what who teaches our children, yeah. we're in charge of the product I like, think there's pros and cons of everything isn't exactly. it Like some, I think some mums listening to this might be part of a franchise and that's great for them yeah. but yeah. obviously it just works different with yeah. different people yeah. but I, yeah I just wanted to bring that up because I just was amazed and nothing against franchising but for me
1: yeah. my idea was more to develop in, in, in that way
0: yeah exactly yeah. mum's a millionaire,
1: I am you Control, make money
0: so let's get into this so from a zero to 30,000 customers a month so I really want to emphasize that Lucy did not do this within a month she didn't start with zero she didn't start with zero customers and then you know she's now got 30,000 children this was a long process so I really kind of want to get into this kind of your tips on any challenges that you've overcome how have you grown your company to to a very incredible size
1: it's it's actually seven and a half thousand a week children That come to us, Um, and that is huge. We started off with on the first day. um, We started off with four. Mm -hmm. I'm still in touch with those children actually, which is really lovely. Yeah, those first four children, Um, and they're like sort of 20 years old now. Wow. Um, So we started off with four and. It, it's taken 15, you know, and a half years yeah. to grow to this stage. It, it's not been easy. It's been, look at my grey hair, yeah. put it like that. <laughs> oh, um, oh, my God, it has got a tiny bit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a challenge. You know, I said to my husband last night, actually, every week is a challenge. Yeah. You know, something new comes up every week. But it is, I don't know whether this makes sense, but you know when you have a baby and the yeah. first sort of six months are a nightmare, aren't they? Yeah. As in, you know, yeah, you don't get don't. any sleep and all, yeah. all that stuff. And I think... For me, growing the business at the beginning was the very, very, very hard, very hard at the start, you know, because you you can you can work every minute. You can still work every minute of the day on running a business. But beginning was all me all my business partner. And as we've got bigger and older, Mm -hmm. um, you can actually bring people to help you grow. it. So that's good.
0: If we go right back to the start then. So for a lot of people listening to this they literally might have a few customers how did you take that leap the first leap in getting your first I don't know first 100 customers from from four oh it's a mixture of different things mm-hmm. my business partner had a background in um,
1: advertising okay uh, he's actually a musician but he worked in advertising yep. so he had a bit of a marketing background so we, we spent a lot of time and money on creating a brand even yep. though you know it was small we made sure that our logo was great that Mm -hmm. our brochure was great um and then word of mouth really um Um. word of mouth was another thing one of the mums one of like my first 10 children um she was a reception teacher in a a local school in Camden and she said why don't you come to my class and do what you do and bring a letter for all the children to take home with them Um, And I'll make sure that the parents get it. And then I I did the class, because I lived in Camden, and I did the class. I finished at, like, three. I walked home, and by the time I got home, there were three parents who'd left messages saying, Wow. My child loved what you did. Please, can we come on Sunday?
0: That's fantastic. I started it
1: off on a Sunday, because I worked as an actor Monday to Saturday, Uh because obviously I didn't make any money for two or three years to pay myself. Mm. So I had to have another
0: job exactly wow that is incredible so would your your kind of basic first step is literally start as you mean to go on start professionally yeah Um, like you said with your logo like you know really get the basics done first if you want to be building exactly
1: we we borrowed money um, myself and my business partner and all of it went on the logo the design of the brochure Okay. everything went on that and I was, wow. you know, shocked because I had no marketing background and he said, no, if we're going to do it we have to look professional from the beginning yeah. and I remember one of the mums calling up um, one of the first mums calling up and left a voicemail and said hi, um, I'd like for my child to come I love the concept, I love the visuals if the wow. class is half as good as it looks the brochure looks, it's going to be amazing yeah. so I do think it's important to start thinking big yeah. from the beginning and, and not think oh I'll develop certain things as I go on yeah. yes you can develop god I developed loads as I went on but
0: you know the actual concept of yeah. the brand is really important from the start and Lucy mentioned there about you spent a lot of money kind of on your branding and marketing and stuff now I think we are so lucky in the world with the power of the internet yes. and there are, I'm going to link these in the blog post at mumtomillionaire.com forward slash episode 18 I want to put loads of resources to places where you can get logos really cheaply and they're not um, unprofessional the Mum to Millionaire logo I paid about £20 for it from a website called Fiverr and it's fantastic there are some amazing designers on there there's another one called Elance I think we are so lucky now that there's a lot of free stuff and cheap stuff. Mm. And yes, we can still pay a lot of money for stuff. Like if you need your website done properly, like I would advise, yes, you. if you need some proper kind of back end stuff, you do need to pay a website designer. There's a, a line, isn't there, between kind of getting stuff for free or cheaply and paying mm. a, a professional to do something. But I think that shows the difference
1: between starting a business 16 years That's ago and yeah. today. Because then so you didn't we didn't have... have- no website. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, we didn't have an email address. Because nothing was done via yeah. email. Now we don't even have a brochure anymore. Everything wow. is done via the website and the yeah. email and Twitter and Facebook. So that's the difference. So yeah. I think you can nowadays not do have those setup
0: costs yeah. that we had at the start. Um, and okay, um, what kind of other stuff then did you do? So word of mouth that you would say that is your biggest word
1: of mouth. So um, I started then the because this this um, school
0: project was so successful from yeah. going into a school. I
1: then contacted local schools mm-hmm. and said, can I please? Come into your school, yeah. Um, and I spent every morning visiting school, mm-hmm. and that was—did you obviously just offer your services for, for free? free? And so I still do yeah, that now. We go into twenty technique. schools a day. What twenty um, schools a 20 day? Twenty schools a day, and we have a project called Drama for All.
0: Wow. Um, and we go into schools. We um, we, we do our workshops, yeah. and then every child gets a letter to go home with to tell that them is. about perform. That is a great marketing technique because not only are you kind of giving something back instantly to children, that's free marketing. And the parent, the, can I say the power, the power of a letter? Of the yeah, the power of the child and the power of a letter. Anything that comes home, I will read it straight away. Sometimes um, there's sports clubs at my son's thing, and they give letters for a private session in half term. I book it because my son loves it. He's done exactly, it at school. Exactly. So that's such a great technique.
1: And I think that's why our perform classes are very mixed in terms of boys and girls yeah. because often you drama and dance classes are more girl heavy with perform it's almost the other way around Wow. because we visit the schools the boys get the chance to try it as well yeah. and they love it and they then say to their parents can I try it we offer a free trial session so a parent gets obviously to try it for free before they commit yeah. um, and I think that's the, one of the reasons why our classes are very different to yeah. other kids drama stuff because they're, you know, they are a really
0: good healthy mix And that's kind of two techniques in one there. So kind of targeting, your target audience is school children. So you're number one going into the schools, offering your services for free. But then you're also offering a free class. Like what I I would, (laughs) even if my son said he didn't enjoy it, I would still go, but it's free. Just go to a class and see if you enjoy it there that's kind of a really great kind of double-headed technique but the there. other thing is is growing your
1: business is is growing it organically so yeah. from going into the schools to do free workshops mm-hmm. the schools then came to me and said oh they really like the way that you taught them about outer space could you come and do a workshop on Florence Nightingale could you come and do uh, a workshop so then we then have a project um, called perform for schools yeah. where the schools pay for us to go in uh, and do great. workshops on other things yeah so again the business developed from that so now we yeah. go we have our project in schools as well so it's kind of that's really good you you then your business grows organically yeah. same with birthday parties so mm. we do lots of birthday parties and that was because a mum said my son wants a birthday party on Egypt because he loves Egypt he was wow. five um and no one was doing an Egyptian birthday party and I was a bit like well I don't do birthday parties you should just do what you do just do what you wow. do about Egypt that right? was
0: like a, a customer actually coming to you everything
1: we've done has been from customers coming to us wow so I started off working with four to seven year olds yeah. and then customers would say but they're seven they've got nowhere to go so now we do eight to twelve oh. year olds so everything we've done has yeah. been organic
0: so it, that's another another tip right there is listen, listen to your fans listen to your customers your clients what, and even if they're not saying anything to you ask them yeah. do you ask your kind of lots, lots of, of your feedback pack? Yeah. yeah everything everything That we do,
1: and we ask them to uh, to do. Now we have like an automated survey that goes out to parents. Um, But in the back in the days when I was obviously. Completely just, yeah. me. Um, I would be
0: very, very, very close with yeah. my parents and finding out what they wanted. It's just natural, really. That's really. So it's just all about communication. Hundred percent. And even I really want to kind of emphasise this point. So much stuff we do online, on like we were mentioning for emails, websites, Twitter. I think the most powerful form of marketing is face to face and kind of meeting people. Yeah. Even with the, this podcast, it's so easy for me to do Skype calls, but I kind of take a whole day and come into London and called as many people because we wouldn't have we would have still had this conversation over Skype but it wouldn't be like I can it's touch me. Lucy ah. now <laughs> okay, that sounds really strange but you know what I mean Is the more yeah. you're building relationships yeah. aren't which
1: you? is interesting because um, one of the things that we work on at Perform is communication skills yeah. and that's something that because of the age of internet which is brilliant yeah. and texting and all that and emailing people don't talk as much anymore yeah, and that's, that's so something true. that we did a survey a few years ago and that's something that parents said they were worried about there was the time top worry for parents was communication Mm -hmm. skills you know back when i was young if you wanted to call your friend at home you'd call the family landline Landline. you'd speak to the parents hello could i please speak to you know use all
0: your politeness nowadays you just text your friend don't you so i think that yeah you're right Or we just knock on people's doors yeah i'm just going down the road you You can't leave the house. (laughs) (laughs) i'm just going to knock on my friend's door but yeah it's just completely changed now hasn't it Mm -hmm. so it's really kind of would you advise just getting back to basics in life really just the well, thing business using, and
1: you, yes definitely talking to your customers if we have a school um that maybe isn't taking off as well as it could be and we just don't know why yeah we we i send one of my area managers mm-hmm. to the class yeah. and they talk to the parents and the parents will say well you know what it's a good venue but have you tried that venue around ah, the corner that's okay. got a much better parking yeah and then we might move to that venue the class picks up and is full. Wow. And that's
0: purely because we talk to our yeah. parents. Just really taking that time and not always thinking about the money, the money, the money. Just taking the time and thinking what is not working and fixing it and taking action. And actually loads of things haven't worked for us, yeah. you know, and,
1: and you know, and not not finding not not being well, obviously it's not great, but yeah.
0: We're moving on then it's simple to, as like to, a venue it's not the right venue it's yeah so let's talk right about what are, what are some stuff that has kind of you thought not growing your business like you would have liked kind of maybe you might have tried something and it just literally did nothing and you're like oh hold on for a second is there anything in particular that you did or
1: um th- there have been challenges in terms of growing the business yeah um i think Always, I think you've got to start start off with something that you know works really well, and you evolve it over the yeah. first few years. Because my first workshop is not the same as my workshops now because I tried and tested it myself yeah. um, and with other people to help okay. as well. And now we have a product, you know, yeah. that works brilliantly. So like trial and, trial yeah, and error, yeah, I think it? trial and error, and, and you know things like simple things like the order of the class. When I first started yeah. it, I experimented with. Um, we have a circle section where we focus on their voices and listening and singing and actually I find out that with little kids that that works best in the middle the best thing to do is start off with the physical
0: stuff because they come in with loads of energy yeah and,
1: so things like that you've constantly got to
0: evolve it yeah. if there were I, I always use this example but I'm going to do it again if, if a, a mum listening to this has a cake shop for example or online cake business what kind of the stuff that you've learned in your business journey so far from these past 15 years, how could they apply that to growing their business? So again, is it just going, re-emphasizing the points, kind of asking your customers what they like? So maybe if they come up with a new cupcake design, even now with the power of Twitter and Facebook, putting a picture online then saying, do you, which one do you like better, yeah. this or that? Is that kind of...
1: Yeah, I think it's finding your... Is it USP? USP, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and for us it was, um, we were lucky, no one was really, no one does do it, you know, even. No one was doing drama specifically with the aim of helping kids' confidence skills. People say that as a byline, it also helps, but there's always the, you know, the fact that at those other schools Mm. they can go and audition Um, but ours is I mean I turn casting directors down weekly Um, please can you suggest a child for a film and I say well look it's not what we do we Mm. just want the kids to have fun and and develop their skills and
0: see I find that really interesting because even for you Was that a difficult decision Or was it quite easy For you to say No this is our school This is our USP This is what we do Well that's why I started it Because I'd seen The other
1: other end of it I'd seen friends of mine Who were working with me Saying I really don't want To be an actor But I know nothing else Because Mm. from the age of 10 I just did this And I don't I'm not qualified for anything Mm -hmm. You know they were in their mid 30s 40s yeah. and they were like I can't do anything else I never had the opportunity to try yeah. so I think that at an early age it's unfair to say to children this is you know put all your eggs you in one basket it, it's unfair yeah um even if they're brilliant at it give them the opportunity with other things as well.
0: Because I think, we, as we both know, the media, the acting game, all these industries, they're so difficult. You, With your children, they could start, they'd be a brilliant actor, but when they get to 18, they actually might not want to do that. And if they went to another drama school, they yeah. might think, oh, for a second, well, actually. Yeah. They might have a bit of a nervous breakdown at that point because they're like, well, what else can I do now? All I know is acting. Well, I think it's important
1: to give them the opportunity to to believe and to have the confidence to believe they can do anything. Yeah. Um, and a lot of children need that little bit of extra nurturing. Yeah. And, and just things like how to talk clearly and yeah. confidently on stage, mm-hmm. to project their voice in front of an audience. These are tips and st- little things that if you teach them when they're
0: young, they have for life. Yeah, And it it's it interesting because it's not just... Um, if they want to be an actor like that those skills you're teaching them are life skills because they might run their own business and they will, might have to pitch and if you're pitching you have to be clear, you have to get to the point, you have to project your voice, so I think it's for any yeah. anything you do in life, um, even an interview, anything, <laughs>
1: anything, any job, you meet people, you have to be confident, you know, and a confident child is a happy child, yeah. Um, you know, and and you can hundred percent teach children little little tips and skills and get mm. them. I was an ex- I hate the word shy. I don't use the word shy yeah. because I think it labels a child. Mm. And if you say, oh, she's shy. my daughter's really shy, she yeah. stays really shy. Um, so I sort of think underconfident. But I was very underconfident mm. as a child myself. I wouldn't put my hand up in class. I yeah. didn't believe I was good at anything well. until I did drama. Yeah, and then I suddenly believed in myself "Ah."
0: yeah
1: I mean I suddenly believed in myself and that meant that I could then be confident in other areas
0: of my academic and social life we I just realized we've completely gone up the subject but it doesn't matter because this is why I love the podcast because it actually I think for for mums listening to this this is actually really important steps for your children anyway but the point is 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 that I'm
1: extremely passionate about my product and I think if you start a business or you run a business you've got to be obsessed with it
0: and yeah because that's the only way you'll be successful if you are, yeah. love it, and you, it's, it's like your baby. Yeah, even though, obviously, all my podcasts have a specific topic. Like, right. I got, no, no, this is a good thing. You're like, what are we doing? <laughs> um, I was just drawn in by your passion then, so I'm not thinking about what we're doing. We're having a conversation, because you are so, like you said, you are so passionate about everything you're saying is revolved around your business and your life. So I think that's actually a great tip, is that you are so passionate, but you're exuding that kind of everything your business is is you is your brand if that makes sense so it's a lovely it's
1: a lovely business to have because what we do we have these little children that come in and we we sing and dance and act with them so it's a joyful business but you see I mean the difference that it makes in the children Mm -hmm. and the letters you get the emails nowadays you get from parents saying my child's transformed Um, it's and, and running a business is hard. Yeah. It's very stressful. And, you know, I've been in tears millions of times. And, you know, I'm, you get very weary as yeah. well of running your own business because it's all on you. Mm-hmm. And there's no one you can default to. with. You <laughs> can't say that's her fault. <laughs> but it's also, there's no one, you know, if you can't call in sick to running no. your own business. There's, it, the buck stops with you. Yeah. So the joys of it are the flex being a mum and running a business yeah. are the the kind of flexibility um it's twenty four seven however it's also lovely if you are you know doing something that brings yeah you know a lot of joy to people you know
0: it helps children exactly so any product so the main thing you would say is that kind of if someone's listening right now and thinking okay, so to grow my business is, is word of mouth kind of feedback always asking my customers or clients what was good what can be improved growing organically as well I'm not putting pressure on yourself as well because like you know Lucy's here it's taken her 15 years to get where you are and through those 15 years I imagine you had some days when you were like hold on I've been doing this for five years now like how do you get those, Everyone has those kind of dark days where, I don't want to use the word depressed, but you might feel very low about what's going on in your business or you're not growing as quickly as you want to. How can people kind of, and I think this feeds in with growing your customers anyway, how did you kind of get through those days? Um, I'm lucky in that I have a business partner who is
1: as Dedic- you know who but, is yeah. ex- a brilliant person, um, and we do. Although we do very different things within mm. the business, we do have that shared responsibility yeah. um, to talk to each other and email each other mm-hmm. and whatever about different things. So I know there's some. It's like having a you know it's 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 like, it's like having I'm a second husband. Yeah. Hope <laughs> <laughs> um, your husband's not listening. No, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but um, it, it is great from that point of view yeah. to to have someone to share it with. But I have a brilliant. I mean. I have a brilliant team of, of, of yeah. people that work with me who love doing what they do, but it is really hard and you've got yeah. to persevere with it. And I think my, um, I always say this, but I had nothing when I started mm-hmm. perform. I was a jobbing actress, I had no money. I borrowed money from the bank and I had a loan every month and having to pay that loan off was almost brilliant because it made me really hungry De- yeah.
0: for my foot to get, to make it successful. Yeah. And had I been given the money... Um, you know, you might have not had that dedication, say, I need to make this work. Because yeah. you knew at the end the of fear, every month, yeah. the fear
1: was very key, and mm. um, I had nothing, yeah. um, and I had to make it work. And yeah. I think that's what motivated me as well at
0: the beginning of that. Oh, I've got to, I've got to, sign, <laughs> you know. See, I always say, like, take calculated risks, because sometimes it is good to take a risk, because then you're in that situation and you have to make it work. Sometimes if you're still working full time and you're running a business, number one you don't have enough time to work on your business but you've always got that stability which is gr- obviously as parents we need money and it's that dilemma with everyone and I always say this to other mums I meet it's like you just have to look at your situation you looked at your and si- uh, you started before you had your children as well I did Yeah, I had I did that I think that was yeah I had a few yeah. years before I had my kids but yeah. still it's it's the whole point of like you you took that risk and you took action like you didn't you could have just had the idea and thought yeah and just not done anything. Yeah. So I think what it's like, yeah, it's like having that fear of, hold on, I need, I need to make this work. Mm. So sometimes I, <laughs> this is the wrong advice and no one should really take it. But I did this last year. I, I quit my job. I was working in a corporate pla- place and I just quit because I thought, I can't do this anymore. I need to do something else. And that was the, the best decision I made. But, you know, not everyone can do that. You have to just see what your situation is. Everybody's and situation is different. Di- yeah. And you have to
1: decide on what sort of business you want it to be for yourself. Yeah. And then have a goal um, yeah. and, a, and a, a target of what you want to do. And, you know, it's that the five-year mark. Everyone always says if you can manage for five years, you'll probably do, you know, that's a good yeah. sign. I've never heard of that what is that but I was looking at you like what is that <laughs> people say if your business runs for five if you've oh, run that's a business a... for five years and that's a really good indication if you can keep it going
0: oh
1: you've made that I'm up don't
0: quote us on that yeah don't quote us on that is there any kind of little things you've learnt that ever mums can take away um, I think
1: you know mums it's time isn't it yeah. as a mother it's time mm-hmm. um, and you have to you, you could work on your business 24 yeah. 7 and, and still carry on working at it. There's always time to do stuff. Now, when I had my children, before I had my children, I could work twenty four seven on it because I didn't have to get home at a certain time. Mm. And then, obviously, when I had them, that I had to be home at a certain time. Yeah. I had to pick them up at a certain mm. time, and that is sometimes quite good for you because yeah. it means that you actually get quicker at, at doing things, at making decisions. You haven't mm. got the luxury. It's not like yeah, I think about that tonight. Yeah. It's like no, you, you make, have to think about it now. Um, but I do. Um, I said to you at the beginning, I turned my phone off because I always yeah. try, I have and I try and make that work for me. So I do always have my phone and check my yeah. emails. But things like you know, I'd rather take the bus somewhere so I can carry on answering emails <laughs> um, rather than the tube. So because then you can continue to work.
0: Oh um,
1: yeah, silly things I was thinking, like why that. Why is she getting to the bus? I I didn't. Yeah, that's silly things in. like that. I know it sounds silly, but for me, that means that I have more time with my children. So yes, I'm always with my phone, mm.
0: but. I managed to cut down on time in a way that's like quite that. a good time management tip if you're going across where wherever you were in london right now and rather than getting the tube five stops down the road get the bus and you can still work i didn't yeah. I, I never thought about that seems such an obvious think, thing you just you just come up with little sort of things that work for you yeah um
1: it might not be a, a, a great thing to always be checking your phone but for me it works yeah um and i did I did um, childcare is important though you know if they're they're not if they're tiny um, that is difficult it's difficult I I had to have a nanny um, because of the you know for my job Mm. Um, and that was a lot of money but it was a good investment in a way because it did mean I could go to work and not worry about
0: you know sometimes you have to look at the cost of things as well and like you said sometimes I think as mums as well like we can't spend that much money on this but sometimes you you have like for you getting a nanny that was a great investment because you spent even more time dedicated on your business and you know that same person was there for me it's the opposite where I want to well not want I know I'm sure you want to spend time with your children but I I always feel that mummy guilt and I'm like I I have to be there to pick my son up but then I make the sacrifice of I I let him go to like a sports club so I at least I I, I pay for it but at least I yeah. still get an extra hour it doesn't seem much but it makes such a difference so sometimes if you're listening and thinking oh I don't have the money to do this and that sometimes even if you're just paying the, a ten pounds that could actually really make a difference to you in a week, and a month Yeah, this... I, I experimented when um, my daughter went to full-time nursery yeah. by
1: Because I pick my kids up from school two days a week yeah. now But I thought, I'll just finish work at three every day yeah. And then I'll go home and I'll continue to work at home
0: and I oh, did yeah, it that for That does does it? I did
1: it for <laughs> I think 8 months, 6 to 8 wow. months. I did it from October to July anyway, and it was a disaster. Yeah, I, I it can was imagine. a disaster. And I remember in the summer holidays just saying, I can't do this anymore yeah. because it wasn't fair on them. No. Because they they would they would come home they'd and be they'd like "Mummy, they want to and, I, and home. also they were younger then as well and I couldn't f- focus yeah. on I mean you know I couldn't focus on both things mm. so now I have someone to help me pick them yeah. up
0: three days a week and then I, I noticed this recently I used to try and do what you used to do i picked my summer from school when I carried working and then I thought, I can't, it's, it's horrible for him. He's just mm. sat there. And I thought, oh, no, this is so sad. So now what I do is I do a balance. So I'll still pick him up at quarter past three. I'll spend maybe an hour with him, 45 minutes, just doing something, reading a book, just yeah. playing with his Lego. And then I will work. I will yeah. still work for maybe about an hour. But he knows, oh, she's just played to me for an hour. And then yeah. he'll watch TV yeah. or just play by himself for an hour in the same room. But there's not that frustration. I'm like, oh my God, can you be quiet? Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to yeah, work. Yeah. So I think it's just different, again, going back to that thing of just see what works for you, trial and error. Like, you tried picking your son up, it didn't work. You you tried having a nanny. Like, it's just... But See, it's is hard, works, isn't it? It's hard. The whole juggling thing is—you yeah. know—it's so easy th- for us talk- to talk about it now, yeah, but it just but takes all, time. All my
1: my mum friends, working mum friends, you know, it's a it's constant a s- juggle, isn't yeah. it, of, of of managing the whole thing and and also wanting to be great at both things yeah. as well, and not wanting either your job or your or yeah. your or children to suffer in any
0: way exactly and that guilt always constantly slipping in yeah as well yeah I'm not too bad with that actually I, don't <laughs> I love know. it she says that with a smile on her face no I, I my kids just stay home no but I, I don't I don't that. feel that I don't feel maybe because you're so into your maybe because my because uh, I've just started this business maybe maybe because you're so I had a mother who gave I don't know I, don't, I genuinely and I maybe that's not a good thing to say but I don't really feel guilty but I think that's. I think we should get to that stage because I used to feel even more guilty a few years ago. Now I still feel a little bit guilty, but not as much yeah. as I used to. So I think it's just getting. Because now I keep saying for myself, well, I'm working for for us. That's what so I we mean. can go and spend two weeks in Dubai and have quality time. So yeah. I think it's. it's it's a mind battle sometimes yes you might feel guilty but hold on but your your child is actually but I've always worked I didn't have a maternity leave or anything so I I, got oh yeah you are crazy you had a few well I had I
1: had a I had a tricky time because I had my son in October and then in November my father got taken seriously ill so I had to go back to Wales with the children Mm. with my son who was um and my father died and then the day after the funeral I went straight back work full-time apart from a Friday no yeah I didn't work I can't remember now Uh, I don't think I worked a Friday so I had it an unusual yeah as soon as he was born it was horrible time with my dad Mm. dying so I never really had that being
0: at home with a baby I had to go back to work straight away so in a way you don't know any different as well you just well maybe that's
1: yeah but my personality is such that I can't I need to be do you know doing I, stuff constantly? I, that's why everybody is different, and you've got to yeah. do what's right
0: for you and not feel. I know I'm a better mum yeah. from having. Juggling and, I, and I'm things. so glad you brought that up because sometimes you, I listen to a lot of other podcasts or read stuff online on all these fantastic business sites, and they're like. To, to grow your business, you must do X, Y, and Z. Well, it's not as simple as that. Everyone that comes on this podcast gives different tips of how they cope with stuff. So I really want to say that to people listening, is that just see what works for you. Yeah. You don't have to listen to me and think, oh, hold on, Veena doesn't do that. Or listen to Lucy and think, oh, yeah. oh, why does she do that? It's just trial by, you know, it's just, well, your well. life start, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, oh, I love Lucy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and finally before you go what what can a, a mum take after listening to this podcast one baby step to I, grow that i think it? it's the word of mouth i think it's the mm. possibly giving away something
1: for free yeah to like my drama workshops for free in schools helped grow the business incredibly yeah. because i was really proud of what i did yeah. and i wanted people to sample it
0: um so i think giving away things something for free, free yeah I think that works in the whole online world now. Even to um, to get people to sign up to my mailing list, "The Mum to Millionaire," which please do that mm-hmm. if you're listening. Um, I give you away five free tools to grow your business. So the tools I use online. So it's kind of giving an incentive yes. to get people to you know you're building a your brand. The, that one, one of my friends is putting your best buns in the w- is that, that
1: buns in the window? Is that a <laughs> <that, is> <laughs> like bakery shop putting your bet? You 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 basically showcase what you do. Yeah. And you give it a little bit away for free and then I love
0: all these quotes, Lucy, are coming sure out. With. Right,
1: though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to find out and put oh, pictures of them gone. on the blog post, I think. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the you're show. Welcome. It's been, been lovely. And um, you're obviously on Twitter and Facebook, and it's Perform, Perform is the name yeah. if you want to find out more. Maybe you, you might even want to be a teacher. Um, yes, a teacher for Lucy. Or Bring Your Child for a free trial session. Yeah, that would be great. And um, all of her links, if you're thinking, oh, I don't know how to find her, don't worry. I'm going to put all of Lucy's links and a recap of this podcast over on the blog to Millionaire.com forward slash episode 18 and if you are listening to this on itunes please live um live please leave a little review because it will help get mum to millionaire in the charts and if you can subscribe that would be fantastic as well and i will love you forever more um and remember do it today not tomorrow take action today not tomorrow be confident be brave be you thank you for being part of the mum to millionaire journey mum
1: to millionaire i empower you.
0: Control, make money, Mum to millionaire.
1: You can have it all, we won't let you fall. Mum to millionaire. Please like us on Facebook.com forward
0: slash Mum to millionaire. Love you. Love you too, Mummy.